What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wits End Podcast. I am your host, Devin Witt, alongside my co-host, Joe The Show. What's up? And, uh, man, t- today is going to be interesting. Mm. You know, I, I can definitely tell you I've never felt the need to jump to someone's defense in my life or say, oh, my gosh, you know, this is outrageous. I need to get on social media and talk about this. But that all changed this week whenever uh, <clears throat> one of my favorite comedians, David Lucas, comes under fire for making a racist joke. And, you know, unfortunately, due to the, the times that we live in, what do you do in that situation? You can either double down or make that public apology and, and then you're left to whatever they want to make you do next. <laughs> um, so with that, guys... I do want to show this video for context. You know, I can't say I've ever labeled an, uh, an episode explicit, but there's going to be a lot of explicit language used throughout. So if you have children listening, tell them to go to the other room. <laughs> the reason George Floyd got his neck nailed on. <laughs> Don't ooh at that joke. It's just a joke, man. I would have never kneeled on George Floyd's neck. I would have shot that nigga. That was <laughs> making us look. It's called comedy, nigga. How many more black fans I gotta hit that might leave? Oh, good shit, man. I got, I got. Cause nigga, I was just warming up with that George Floyd shit. <laughs> You ready to go? All right, baby. Okay. All right, you offended too, baby, with the braids? You offended too? God damn, man, stop. Y'all good? Or y'all about to... I like Kyle Rittenhouse too. I like Kyle Rittenhouse too. You too, bro? God damn, bro. Oh, but you fuck with me a little bit, right? Uh, see that in here. Damn, one more guy. Damn, man. That nigga don't even want to go, but his ride leaving. He don't even want to go. He like, man, I don't like George Floyd either, man. That nigga. That nigga had fitting up. God damn, you got a stoop low for a joke. George Floyd would have robbed you too, bitch. Mm, 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 mm. There it is. That's the, the cancelable offense in today's world for making a George Floyd joke. Uh, you know, unfortunately, what in today's world, you're, you're not allowed to joke about dead people. Well, there's an offensive side of it regardless. It doesn't matter the situation, whether it's a good person, bad person. There's, you know, talking ill of the dead. I can understand that point of it. I don't, I don't think that's what the people were bent out of shape about. Um, I don't know what other stuff you have on here to show people, but there's way more. I think there's more context to people leaving. To people leaving, there's more context to that video because I have seen it. Um, but as far as what he said, I'd be 50-50 with it. I mean, in, in the comedy, the thing of it is, you know, I hope I'm not jumping away head cut, but I may just end up being redundant in what I'm saying. He's very known to make racist jokes. 
Yep. And so it's like no surprise you should hear him say something like that too. It, you know, the thing of it is these people that are going where they're leaving, where they're staying is irrelevant to me. I don't think they bought tickets to this comedy guy, a comedy comedic act, this guy not knowing who he was. I mean, like, why would you buy tickets to just some rando just showing, you know, just, just showing up? Um, so they knew to some level what they were getting into. And so he makes a shot at George Floyd. You know, a lot of people have opinions on it. You know, the bottom line of it is, you know, from what they said, I mean, whether they shot him or not is, you know, to me it's irrelevant. The dude was on drugs. Um, and this guy also stands up. I don't know. I don't really say he's against cops, but he's not really for them either. I mean, he's kind of has a neutral ground. And I would even say he's white. I kind of have some of the same from listening to him. I was probably had some of the same viewpoints, you know, not. And I know that that'll probably come up in here, too. But, you know, not putting yourself in, in a position to make the situation worked wor worse by the way you act. So anyway, the people that left. There's a lot of heckling going on. The thing of it is, you're there. You're getting. You're 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 still in the dude's act. You're still in his show. What are you expecting him to do? He's going to make funny. Pretty much any comedian's going to do that. So there's a lot of things that people leave in that that it is. But anyway, the point of this is, it's not so much that it's the people that got involved in it. And that's where it gets crazy. Is like, so I mean, you heard the laughs. The audience was loving it, mm -hmm. and like, oh, someone can easily make the comment of, well, it was a mostly white audience or whatever. At the end of the day, it's a comedy show. Mm -hmm. And what's the point of it? To be funny. Well, people have to understand, you know, people can say, well, it's a mostly white audience, mostly black audience. The bottom line of it is, and I've said this before, statistics. Statistics, statistics, statistics. So statistically, in America, I'd have to go back and look at the numbers, but it's more than 50% over black people. White people are the predominant race, is what they would call white. And really, you know, white people anymore, really. But, <laughs> but as labeled white, that's a predominant race. So pretty much in any situation, you're going to have a predominantly white audience whatever not maybe not everything but to some level that's going to be so that i don't i don't buy that excuse to just statistically with demographic or demographics but just race white is a predominant one i mean now i could understand if you go to a specific you know and maybe maybe people's looking at that well he's black so it's going to be a predominantly black you know community or being audience, there. no that's that's yeah. pro i i don't know if that's profiling categorizing categorizing stereotyping but you know, that's just, just, oh, he's black, so it's going to be more black people there. No, not necessarily. There's good There's good black guys. There's, they're bad. They're, and I'm saying black guys, comedi comedians, there's good. There's bad. Same with white. Same with Asian. You know, whatever. There's yeah, some funny yeah. ones. There's not. You know, so, you know, I don't, I don't really, I think that's kind of the same thing going on in America right now. It's just, oh, there's another way we can play the race card. See, I'll tell you, one of the funny things about the, the hecklers in this video was, I don't know if you caught it, but one of them brought their child. Mm-hmm. What are you doing bringing a child to a yeah. comedy club? Yeah, no, it's like bringing your kid to a porn show. Or oh, I didn't know show. that was going to be yeah. there, really. Yeah, you, you weren't you know, expecting. Like, you didn't expect <laughs> to see, jokes. you know, nude people. You didn't yeah. see, you know, off color, off colors. What yeah. you, you know, you'd probably say that, you know, whatever the situation be, you know, or you go to a drag, like you said, drag show. I didn't know they'd be doing. I didn't know there'd be there'd be transsexual. Yeah. There'd be gay people. Yeah. Like, what did Dancing you expect? You knew what you were getting into. Saying yeah. that's my point. These people knew what they were getting yep, into. Yep. And I could even pull back to the last episode we talked about parenting. There, There's a prime example. you know. But here's the thing that I would even take further if I go back into the parenting thing. If it's so bad your kid can't watch it, it's probably a darn good reason you shouldn't watch it. Mm. It's a pretty good thumb to rule. I mean, yeah, if it's not yeah. good enough for your kid, 
And you're and see that's the naive parents. And, and I kind of fall guilty. These students, I'm not I'm not trying to point fingers at people and not play hypocritical, but if it's so bad for your kids, well, my kids shouldn't watch that. Then why are you watching it? Yeah, I mean that's you fair. Know? Now, I, I'm not, but context, I know that's not the yeah, you know contextually yeah. you know people's griping about it. Yeah, you brought your kids, your own stupid fault. Shut up about it. You it, know that's like that that's, blew me away. I'm like, whoa, lady, you you brought your kid to a to a comedy show, which number one should always be a, a mm-hmm. no no because unfortunately we're talking about grown adults drinking in a room together. Uh, probably not the best environment for that kiddo. But then beyond that, the the original heckler, like what you were saying, if it had just been this literally isolated incident, the guy makes a George Floyd joke and then he starts saying something. But that wasn't the case. These guys were already heckling him mm-hmm. while he was on stage leading up to that yeah. point. And that's like what you're saying about what do you do to a heckler if you're a comedian? You silence him forever. Not just that time. You don't want yeah. him to ever do that at another comedy well, show it'd again. Be, it'd be no different than even if you took it for, in whatever perspective. Let's say uh, you're preaching Sunday morning at church. And somebody gets up and starts acting a fool. You know, just, no, I'm not saying, we could get into, I'm not saying like demon possessed or just speaking in right. t- nothing, nothing, nothing like that. I'm just saying somebody just gets up there and starts cussing, ranting, raving, making fun of the, pre- you've got to do something about it. Yeah. Now, I wouldn't recommend making racial off-color jokes in church, but I'm using that as reference, like you've got to deal with it. Yeah. You know, you've got to, hey, sit down, leave, you know, escort them out, whatever. So in comedy, it's not an uncommon thing for them to say, okay, well, we're comedy, so what I'm going to do is start roasting you. Yep. You know, it's pretty much what it comes down to. And, th- and that's and that's a given rule of thumb across the board. I think with any comedic act, that's that's a rule across the board. And I think to some level, I think there's people that go to these things intentionally like they want that. Yep. Yeah, they they want the smoke. And, and the comedy yeah. guys, they they feed off that. There and is so, groundwork for sure. So you know, these people, I think it backfired in your face. So what I, I guess in summarizing, I'm long winded on these things. So I think what really happened here is yes, they kind of got their little rubbed the wrong way about the joke. Okay. We can live with that. But what this really comes down to whenever you decipher it all down is they started getting roasted and they couldn't take the heat. And so out of response, most people, will, when they feel bullied, they're going to do one of two things, fight or flight. That's an old saying. Yep. And these people chose to sit there and argue and argue and argue. And then they kept roasting them, beating them. I'm, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. So what, dude? I've already got your money. You've already paid yeah, for this. And the thing of it is, is what I've said this in media, and anybody that knows social media, especially in the podcast business, bad media for That's us is media. good media. Yeah. It, it when people spark fires in comments, people spark fires in these things. It's usually maybe you get in a lawsuit or something, but it creates you know drama in feeds. <laughs> It gets, and I'm going to tell people how these algorithms work. People comment on it. We comment on it. You start a fight. It starts getting all these views. And guess who benefits at the end of the day? We do. Because we're getting paid for the <laughs> yeah. views. Yeah. Well, and that's the, that's the sad part. So, like, you know, to, to kind of go back into the, the comedy side of things, I guarantee you he probably wouldn't have went that far with those jokes if he hadn't seen that it was working so well on these guys. You know, because I, he brought up the part about, I like Kyle Rittenhouse, too. Mm-hmm. That's just a, a clear... He just took a shot. Yeah, it's a jab at him. And I loved it. I loved every second of it yeah. as a white guy. Um, now, here's what bothered me, though, is uh, a lot of black people are trying to call him a token. Uh, and basically, that he is a uh, shill for white people to make fun mm-hmm. of black... Like, they're using David Lucas yeah. to be able to say their racist jokes. How crazy is that? Well, here's that here's the thing that comes to my mind, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name this if, if people can look at this, but I have seen comedic acts to this day. I mean, very recent ones too, um, 
where people have came on there and this I'm, I'm, I'm people probably know who I'm talking about. They do, he looks young and they were talking about being a pedophile. One of them goes far as to say, Oh, you're like 13, 14 gets on his hands and knees and proceeds not actually doing it. Yeah. Fake. Yeah. But on stage giving him a blow job and that's okay. We're talking pedophilic acts in a yeah, comedy pedo- act, yeah, and that's okay. Yep. But now we make a racist joke, and all of a sudden, I can see. I mean, yeah. I, I, yep. two different things. But how bad is are these when you start playing? So, okay, race, pedophiles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which one do you, you know? Really which get one upset you know? With? And they're yeah. and they're and they're worried about somebody making an off color joke versus kids getting abducted and and molested and raped and beat, you know, whatever else. And and right. and, and that goes unspoken. So I'm like, see the see the hypocrisy here. Because it's funny. No. Uh, you know? And and that's the thing too is like who else gets to make the joke? Well, the thing uh, it was a joke. That's the thing. That's my point. It was a joke, and everybody yeah. had seen it as a joke. Yeah. Yep. You know. Well, and like uh, here's my. You're David Lucas. You're a black man in America. You're crushing it with your career, despite what this loser yeah. thinks. Uh, but anywho, <clears throat> the point of it is, if David Lucas can't say the black racist joke, who can? Exactly. Well, see, that's the thing. It's society has taught people, even white people. Um, and, and maybe not the racist joke. We'll just say this: You want to use the N word, you have to pass. You you can only say that if you're of certain race. You see, yeah. And yeah. so this is the same thing. Is it's like oh, so now this black guy gets over and says something that ba- basically what society says only something a black person can say, or somebody of color can say, and now all of a sudden that's a problem too. You know, I mean they're all over the place, and I'm not saying they as in referencing black people. Everybody, they're all over the place. You know, I know white people, you, you know, say this stuff too all the time. You know, like, I, I think it's ignorance. I think it is for black people too. And, and people can take that as offensively, you know, whatever you want. I think you're ignorant. Even if you're a black person running around calling people that. It, it's There's a level of, you know, I don't care what what language you speak. What, you know, you want that word to quit being used. And you don't like it because it's derogatory. Well, quit call, you know, call, calling your own people that. Because that's what they, <laughs> yeah. well, we can, we yeah. can call our own. No, don't quit using it. That's the thing. Quit using it in general, uh, uh, across the board. It's not about a free pass. I don't get no free pass. Oh, you can call me a cracker. You can call me a, a, a whatever. You so, know, I'm like, no, no, get off that crack. We don't call, we don't go around as white people as a rule of thumb. Hey, cracker, what's up? We don't, we don't do that. Yeah. Well, you're, you're never you getting know? rid of the word. Here's the thing. It's too ingrained in the culture. You know, you, you go look at the, the music industry, every other word, they got that in there. Yeah. Uh, you, you look at how 90% of street people talk, uh, white and black, they're all using that word. Yeah, and it you is. Know, it, it's bad. You know, we could talk about that. We could, we could jump back in LGBT. You talk about pronouns. Yeah. But we call the, people. And it's, but you see how screwed up society is. We have to label people as they, them. But it's okay to call them a racist slur, and it's okay, you know, to some degree. Because, oh, well, they're, they're one of us. Yeah, they're so what is, so <laughs> let's use that same yeah. method, uh, not methodology, the same think, way of thinking. Yeah. So does that mean whenever you're in an LGBT community, you, you can use off pronouns, and that's okay? No. It, I mean, it's you, not. See, you see the hypocrisy yeah. in this, so I'm saying, you know, that's that's my point here. I know we've got a lot of stuff to go over here, but... Now, so David Lucas, and this is like what I said at the very beginning, he doesn't need anyone to defend himself. He clearly articulates his points mm-hmm. and, and really just brought it home. And I, I do want to shout out Willie D, because I think he did a, a fantastic interview, pushed back in the right places, but uh, here, Willie D. It sounds like an identity crisis. You talking about his Willie, Willie or talking about his D? Uh, both. Mm-hmm. I mean, just saying. I, I think he used to be a rapper, but either way, uh, guy was fantastic. 
No, nobody, nobody's naive that we live in a color. We li we live in a colorist society. When's the last time you ran into a real racist white person living in Texas? Uh, probably today. <laughs> How so? Because he was white. <laughs> but that's. You see what I'm I mean, saying? I don't know. You see what I'm saying? I'm, I'm messing with y'all. You see man. what I'm saying? I'm, I'm messing with you. You see what I'm, I'm saying? I'm, I'm messing with you. But here's here's the deal. I don't. I, as far as like outwardly somebody, you know you know, acting acting racist toward me. I don't get that. I don't I don't really deal with that. You know? your, your generation I don't, sir. I don't really I don't really I don't really have I don't really deal with that because right. you know I don't I'm not I'm not in I'm not in I guess I, I kinda in video and, lag man on yeah. one on one end, you know, I'm not in an area where like I'll say the police can be uh aggressive toward me. Or want to be aggressive toward me? Why is that? Because I lived, I lived. I'm, I'm from the hood, so I lived in the hood for <laughs> a long time. Isn't every never, black person from the hood? But hold on, there's no generational wealth. No, nah, well, not really. Everybody, everybody not from the hood. Every black person My kids is not from the hood. Uh, let me say this: every black person that's alive right now is either from the hood or one generation away from the hood. Black uh, people, not every. Come on, bro. Okay, so I were transitioning. So people watching that, if you see the video lag, it, it's it is what it is. We've we've fought this video, but what I want to point out in that video is Willie D, the other black guy talking, and then there's a lot of like it's almost like he's tripping on his words or stuttering or getting there. That is not because of video lag. He 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 he. You kind of get what I'm getting. Yeah, at. Yeah. He does that. Um, so that's not a video lag. That's the way he talks. So I think he's right on there. Every every. Most black people I've run, they're all from the hood. Doesn't matter. I mean, how people here in Oklahoma, what, what part of the hood are you from? Because you're on the west side of town, yeah, or Tulsa. you know, which is notoriously <laughs> where we're at. Notoriously is represented as the lower income. There's nice houses, there's nice people, you know, whatever. There's nothing bad, but look, North know, Tulsa is pretty wild. Yeah, it's it's a hood. Why you you live on the other side of Dewey? Population like a thousand. Yeah. You from the hood? Oh, you yeah. ain't from the hood, dude. <laughs> like you know, and yeah. the, but see, that's the thing. That's what I'm kind of talking about. You know, like to some degree. I know people are raised in rougher, rougher places than others, and all this other stuff. And okay, I mean, I get that. You're raised up in the hood, okay? I was put in a combat zone at 19 years old to defend myself against thousands of people, thousands and thousands of people shooting at me. But believe me, brother, you don't have it bad. I'm, gonna try, I'm trying to speak in terms you can understand. You don't, you don't have it bad. Oh, you had, you had to worry about your gangs. You put yourself in that crap. Don't, don't give me this crap of we had to do that to survive. I mean, I get that's what your way of thinking is, is because maybe because you have a screwed up way of, of upbringing and maybe not, maybe that, but the bottom line is you chose that path. Okay. I chose the path to go to the Marine Corps. I put my, and here's what I'm getting. I put myself in that situation. I could have not gone and I could have avoided that. But think of it is no, because you had to worry about watching your back. Well, I'm going to tell you what it means to watch your back and then watching somebody else's back. Every so day. don't give me that crap, but I'm from the freaking hood. And you say, and the thing of it is, here's a problem with that terminology. It's like because you had a crappy upbringing, you from the hood, we just use that as the label, it's you're so much better or you've had such a harder life. And everybody has a freaking hard life. It's just a person depending on it is how they take that and how they use it to their advantage, disadvantage, and pick themselves over. Everybody has a crappy life, man. I had a wife that passed away at 39 years old. Don't give me your crap about how bad your life is with five kids, man. Everybody has problems. Yeah, and and you beyond know, like, that, come on, man. The the saddest part too is that uh, victim narrative, which is this is the environment I was raised in, and there was no other option available for me. And in some ways, I mean, yeah, you can make that argument because clearly, look at the life that you lived, yeah. and you you chose that that lifestyle. But on the other hand, 
and this is the the hardest part to, especially when you're talking to white and black people, uh, having this conversation as a white guy to say, hey, no, you still have to make better choices. Uh, you still have to follow the law. You still have to mm-hmm. grow up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're now a racist for saying that. And it's not, has, I don't care if you're black, white, Hispanic, Asian, whatever. I'm always going to tell you that. The circumstances of your situation does not define you. You have to find a way out. Yep. I don't know how. I don't know what it looks like, but you have to do it. Otherwise, you become part of the cycle. And do you yeah. want that? And or that's not? what he's saying, man. It's just what he said is if you're either in the hood or you're one step, basically one generation yeah. away from yep. it. And, you know, it's, and I've said, referenced this before in other episodes, you know, you see these signs and they're everywhere in the United States. Cigarette stop, it stops with me. You know, smoking stops with me. Yeah. That's what it is. That's, yep. I mean, it's it's blatantly that mm. simple. If you don't like this, then you change it. And and you don't want your kids to be brought up that way. Maybe your mom and dad was that way, and you followed that lifestyle for whatever reason. Then you make it stop. And that's what he, I think that's what he's saying. It's a generation that you're one step away. You change it, and you change it for yourself, and you make it better for your kids. You show them. And you know, we talked about that in other episode, other episodes too. About I just remember for me go parenting. You you know it sucks for your mom and daddy because they were in that you were in that gang lifestyle too, and you know that it sucks for you. Then change it. Well, I don't know how. Well, I'm gonna tell you there's some simple way. You know, if you've got some criminal record, whatever, join the military. Yeah, I mean, I had like I said, I referenced. You know, you might put yourself in that position, but it's better than that. You know. Well, and you have a future. And there's ways out. Get out. Yeah, there's ways out. You know. Don't give me that crap, man. These people live in. Okay, here's the deal. Many people like from Chicago, Detroit, the, I, and I'm just saying it because these are gang. Yeah. I mean, the cost of living there is insane. Okay, right. You know, you come here, cost of living ain't that much. Now, I'm not saying bring your problem. I'm not saying you have to come to Oklahoma because me and my won't live here. It has its ups and downs <laughs> yeah. too. But the cost of living, man. There's cost of living in California, man. Same way you go out there, what cost you a million a million dollar house there? Maybe like only a quarter million here. Yep. Yeah, the pay is different. I get all this stuff. I get all that. But the cost of living is so much cheaper. So you don't give me that. Well, you you tell me you can't get a bus ticket, you can't get a ride, you can't, you know, whatever. You can't find a way out. And, no. and you know, the irony, Willie D, I don't know if he did that on purpose. I'm assuming he probably did. Uh, but he makes a, a great joke in there. You know, David Lucas asked the question of when's the last time you saw a racist white person mm-hmm. in Texas, which is where you would assume 90% of them are from. Yeah. Uh, and he makes the the statement uh, probably today. Oh, well, yeah. how's that? Because he's white. And I laughed at it because I understood that's a joke. Yeah, but and, and but, that's a thing. But I think he's somewhat serious behind it, too. And, and then, No, 100%. Uh, and, and it's not him. I, I think it's black people in general kind of feel that way about white people, especially mm-hmm. if you're in a environment of we need reparations, uh, we've been marginalized for generations, et cetera, that kind of victim mentality then no you definitely feel that way and you can say it as a joke and i'll laugh at it because it is a funny joke but i also know there's a level of seriousness true you know and it's the same thing the other way you know white people i mean i think white people in general at least to some degree you know they see somebody you know black there's a perception that comes you know they're gonna rob me they don't shoot me they're gonna you know whatever especially in other places are bad you know people just need to figure this crap out and quit pulling race i mean i see people all the time i was at the va clinic just the other day some black dude started talking to me you know what I mean? Like, well, I got to talk to him because he's black. No, yeah. I sit down and talk to him. It's a stupid. This thing is like, this guy's like twice my age, man, talking about how the country is and all this stuff. You just talk to him. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm sitting there waiting on medication, man. Yeah, I'll sit down and talk with you. Yep. You know? And I had, you know, I had a nice little conversation with a guy. You know? Yeah, yeah. he's black. Well, big deal. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and I talk to him. He's very intelligent. David. Very intelligent man. 
David you know was saying. Uh, so these things, people would just freaking put this crap aside. I mean, people just put the crap aside and just, you know, talk to people, you know, go out of your comfort zone if that's what it is. You know, every, white, black, green, doesn't matter. You know, people, they're good people, you know? Well, and I think that was the general premise of David Lucas's statement, which is, dude, the, the world's not as racist as what you're making mm-hmm. it out to be, guy. Oh, and white people shoot you just as quick as a black guy. It, yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, it, and... The, the biggest thing, I feel like what he's getting at here is that there's an unfair bias against white people that, that black people are, are pushing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, to kind of take it a step further, you're talking about white people's perception of black people, like robbing them or whatever. I kind of feel like that's shifted in a lot of ways into uh, envy and, and jealousy in the sense of, you know, on average, and this is just Devin's take, Devin's opinion, uh, black people are stronger faster they are funnier they can run more man. creative i don't care what people <laughs> say you can get racist all you want you can say it's a joke i'm not joking man so, they can run so how man, like, how is it how is it racist if i think this race is better than me in every way you know what i'm you see what i'm saying like if i feel yeah. inferior to this race how can i be racist to them uh, or think yeah. that I, I have some type yeah. of well, I'm gonna complex. I'm gonna make a little bit of an off color <laughs> joke, and people see and see. Here's the thing: you talk about white guys being jealous. Oh, now, I'm not go. gonna get too deep into this, but and I'm gonna put this in. I think the the black community is a little bit gifted in other areas than the white, as they say. And and people, yeah, yeah. I, I joke around. You know, I got guys, black guys. Yes, I talk to black people. <laughs> Don't hate me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like. I joke around and all that. You know, I joke around within the same way, man. So it's and, like, you know, uh, the thing of it is, there's, I'm trying to be, keep this <laughs> as PG as I can. There's jokes that may come up. Yeah. You take it. You whatever. Some people have things, other people don't. Some people run fast. You know, whatever. I, there, if you I, can't read between the lines, don't read between the lines. Just move <laughs> on and listen to the rest of it. Fine. <laughs> but it's a joke. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. We can joke. We can have fun with these things and, and, and be in good company mm-hmm. and quit this crap about this race nonsense. And stereotypes aren't always a bad thing. Like, some stereotypes are funny, and that's one of them. You know, uh, this, this weird thing of we don't know for sure, and I'm never going to ask a black man to, to prove it. Uh, but, yeah, there, there is some funny story to black people being well endowed. Yeah. Uh, so that's a good way to do yeah, it. Uh, let's, uh, <laughs> let's see what David Lucas has to say next. <laughs> to your point. Why do you feel like black people think white the white man is their worst enemy? I don't I don't know if I don't know if all black people think that the white man is their worst enemy. Because uh, I, I, I don't I don't necessarily think that the white man is my worst enemy. Mm-mm. But I do recognize that uh, I do recognize that a lot of what we see that's go, that go on in this country, white men are at the head. White men do run. White men. White men do run the prison system. They do run the court system. So now they that we do know run, that, they do run Congress. They so, do run. They do run Wall Street. So a lot of the decisions that that are made in this country are made by white men. A lot of decisions that adversely affect black people are made by white men. So now that we know that, what do we yeah. do? Well, we continue to fight. We continue to. We we don't stop. We don't. We don't just listen. Everybody has the best a, thing. I think every, a black anybody can do. anybody has ever been wronged. Or feel like they've been wrong. You have a right to complain, but after you complain, you do something about it. I so, don't complain. So I, so I think, well, that's your right. I, I said you have a right. I There's no say, reason to complain. I didn't say you. I didn't say you had to. I said you have a right to complain, but after you complain, you do something about it. So it is quite possible to walk and chew bubblegum at the same time. I think that is it's 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 
it's a disservice uh, and it's just really disrespectful when people say, uh, you know, stop complaining, stop complaining. You can complain about if you feel like you've been wrong, you can complain, but complaining have never fixed anything. No. So, so, so you, so you can speak on it, but you continue to better yourself and you continue to march forward. You continue to progress. Mm -hmm. That don't mean that because somebody did you wrong, you just, you know, sit and you wallow in grief. You get up and you get out there. And do you feel like a lot of our people do? I, I think a lot. Okay. Yeah, there's a couple of things you said in there that I mean. I, first thing I want to say, I don't know why I hate the term walk and chew bubble gum at the same time. I'm tired of it. I'm so tired of that saying. Because, look, at the end of the day, right now in America, we need to stop walking and chewing bubble gum at the same time. We need to focus on walking or chewing gum. Because whatever we're doing, it isn't working. Well, one of the and kind of what I was saying is we we obviously know. Okay, so they're talking about you know black people in lesser powerful positions. White people have all these predominant positions, and 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 here's the thing, you know, people like okay, white people. Well, I'm telling you right now, they're screwing it up. Yeah, big you know, time, big time. I mean, so you yeah. know, and I don't mean this to be a racial remark, but you can't do any worse, and it's not, it has nothing to do with race. It's, I'm talking about the people in general. You can't do any worse that's going on. I mean, you're talking about walking and chewing bubble gum. Look at our president of the United States. Guarantee he can't do that. Yeah, no, nope, not at dang all. sure can't freaking can't chew bubble either. gum and ride a bike. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, yeah, there's a joke. Not a good one. But, you know, I'm, I'm using that to say, you know, it's screwed up. So it doesn't matter what race you are, you can't do that. Now, as far as what he's saying is like, you know, the white people, black people, you know, in these positions, you know, I, I still think that in society there's places that you're not going to get to certain positions based off race. It's, I think that still happens. I definitively do believe that. Do I believe that as a whole? No, I don't. In certain cultures, certain environments, uh, certain types of business, I, I agree. I mm -hmm. think that you hit the the top floor, the C-level executive suite, and those guys are it's a boys club. Yeah. And and yeah, you're not you're not part of the club. Sorry. And and that could be a hundred percent racist and what they're doing and why they're doing it, whatever. The the issue that I have with what Willie D's saying about I mean, number one, it's a majority of white people here. Yeah. So imagine that. Most of the people in power are gonna be from mm -hmm. that majority race yep. that's in the country. To take it a step further though, are you really trying to say, Willie D, that White people aren't just as affected by these problems mm -hmm. because uh, I I don't yeah <laughs> up until I was twelve I didn't exactly have the the best childhood or the the best upbringing and the best environment and I was white you know so what what is that and it, so really what this comes down to is it's I grew up in the hood like it, it, they're trying to distinguish themselves and saying that my pain is greater because we we've dealt with it longer or whatever the problem of it is. There's always been poor white people all throughout human history, and they've been marginalized just mm -hmm. as much. Yeah. But the difference of it is, is that we don't have the same well, voice that they do. If you listen to what he said, you know, and 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 was, you know, basically, if you see, you know, it's okay to uh, to argue or you know voice your complaint, you know, and and, and what something. he's saying, I can summarize a lot better, is it's okay to bitch. But make sure you've got a solution to fix that problem. They taught me that when I was a Marine Corps. You know, okay, yep. he, you can you can complain about you know boy, there's a proper way to do. It. You go, man, this is stupid. I ain't you know I'm not talking about that. But if you're going to complain, there's a better way to do it. Then come up with a solution. Yep. Don't just sit there and complain, 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 complain. This sucked. I ain't, you know whatever. If you've got a better solution, do it because. But I think that's a great business thing too in businesses as well. In 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 brought in the proper context, that doesn't mean okay. My way works. 
And here's here's what I kind of go by in, in my way of life, but business too. My way is the only correct way. And here's the reason why. Because there's not another way to do it. And because here's what I'm saying, and I know it sounds very arrogant, but like if somebody comes to me like, hey, I thought about it. this could be better, better streamline, do this. I'm like, okay, there's a better way. Then that's, you know, that's the way we go with yep. it. So what I'm saying by that is my way is the best way because I'm the only one that's got a solution to this. So if anybody's got a solution, there's a better way. I'm all ears. But if not, my way is correct. And, and so I think he's saying some of that same contextually saying some of the same things. But the thing of it is just like that. If you don't like the atmosphere, you got to do something to change it. You know, and that's what, you know, that's probably what he's saying. Sit there and complain about it. You've got to change it. Now, the thing of it is, <clears throat> I don't care if you got every white person out of politics right now and you put every, every black person in politics. You're going to have the same issues. It's going to be reversed. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, number one, I, what's he really saying? The, the issue that I have with uh, black people trying to go after certain laws and everything like that to, to get more rights, quote-unquote. Uh, what's the, the trade-off? And the, the problem that I have is that when black people are talking, they're, they're only talking about themselves. And how I look at it is, in today's world, in 2024, we're all brothers. Mm -hmm. Brothers in America. So whenever you're having that fight, you shouldn't just be fighting for the black marginalized community, but you should also be fighting for the yeah. white marginalized yeah. community. Because once we come together, guess what? Now we're actually starting making some yeah. real noise. And you can't divide us anymore because we, we understand. We have to get we away from it. It is. It's so simple, but it's so hard. We have to get away from this race-based crap. I'll give you a good example right now. And I can blow I can blow that argument out of the way. Oh, we need people of, of power. Okay, I'll, I'll give you somebody right now. I'm not trying to talk crap because... Is the VP white or black? She black. <laughs> Why do we have so much drugs in the United States? Yep, she screwed that to pieces. And high crime, yeah. And so then you take it from that, and then they put her over this thing with gun control and all this other stuff, you see? So you can't really say that, oh, black people, that black, mm -mm, doesn't work. There is just as many ignorant white people as there is black Vice versa, it doesn't matter. It's I think it comes down to their agenda, their motives, their what are what's their purity, what's what are they about? It has nothing to do with with a race because I can tell you right now, definitively, you put the wrong black person in there, you're gonna have some very bad issues in government. And it's the same thing. You put the wrong white people in there, which we've done, mm -hmm. you have issues. It doesn't matter about that. It's and that's why I say you go back when you're looking at these officials and voting and then just talking, you know, politics and voting. You, why you vote to the best you can, you actually look at these people that the best you can and you vote for the person that has the best standards and moral ethical standards, not just because they're black or they're white or because they say the right thing. Or because religious hey, Obama, Obama's as black as they've been as a president. You know, we could debate his race, and that's all I'm here to do, but he's as black as they've got so far. Yeah, the blackest. And the thing of it is, he didn't do anything for the black people. I, I, he, you know, you look at what he did. Oh, this government, this healthcare stuff. I'm telling you right now, what he did was screwed you. Yeah, yep. And what he did is he needed the black votes, and he knew that. Just like Trump needed certain votes, too, and they used that to their advantage. They, they Politics, they do this crap across the board. I don't care if they're black, because he did it. And white presidents have done it, too. And politics in general. They say what they want. To get your vote, and after they get elected, yep, that's it. They, they're done with yeah, you. Yep. Well, I mean, and here's why: because you're divided. You know, uh, the the black community is against the the white community, mm -hmm. and and these marginalized places. When in reality, they should just be coming together. It's like, hey, uh, this white guy 
has just as much of a chance of getting pulled over as I do. It's just how are they going to react whenever they get pulled over? Uh, you know, and so with that, I kind of want to actually play this this next clip. And what I'm saying is I follow no street rules. I get pulled over by the police a lot. I get pulled over by the police a lot, sir. And and this this is this is my truth. So I can't speak for every other black person that has experienced a run-in with the police, but this is my truth. Like and you can't <laughs> take away from my truth. I've been pulled I've been pulled over by the police drunk. I've been pulled over by the police with drugs. I've been pulled over by the police with illegal guns in my car. But I have one thing that I do. I watch a lot of body cam footage every day. I fall asleep to that shit. I watch body cam footage because I study this shit. I watch body cam footage every day, sir. And I have one thing that I don't see in a lot of this body cam footage, and that is respect. When I get pulled over by the police, my hands are on the steering wheel. My windows are rolled down and my radio is turned down. I've never had a gun pulled on me. I've been pulled over drunk before. Yes, sir. No, sir. You need my license, sir? Do you mind if I reach in my glove compartment? And they can call it buck behavior. They can call it yes or massa behavior. But my goal at the end of the night is to get home to my kids. Hey, calm down that leg, kid. Shaking his table. My like goal. I, I wouldn't go that far. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go That's that far. As far as what? Like, I, I wouldn't go as far as saying that's buck behavior. I think but that, I'm saying a lot I, I think of... That's, I think that is getting home at the end of the night. Like, like you say, that's that's proper behavior. You know, you know, like, the thing is, is that I get that part where... Go watch some body cam for this tonight. I get the part 99% of the black people of, that get pulled over. What the fuck you pulling me over for? That is a lie, bro. That man, is not, not, I watched the body not, cam footage. Bro. 99%, man. Come okay, on. 85%. All right. I get a better statistic. 85%. And he didn't argue it. You know, like, I don't know. I mean, he didn't argue yeah. it. And, and yeah. I know what he's saying. But the thing of it is, you got to look at when it comes to social media, because that's where he's pulling the stuff from. You're not going to probably see every good scenario, but you're going to see yeah, more yeah, of the hate yeah, the and part. negative. But I do, I do agree with what he's saying, though. You know, you see these things, and you're like, man, that could have been de-escalated so quick, just a demeanor. If that cop screwed up, yeah, I know it's, there and he's, it's, it's hard to sit there and, 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 and take it up the ass like that when you're getting freaking – you know, yeah. when a cop's being being a turd, but yeah, whenever you roll up, like, what the heck? Do you just get your donuts or something? Do you not get you know yeah, bacon yeah, pig? Yeah. Call him whatever you want. It doesn't matter. The thing of it is, if it's a cop, it doesn't matter. You just roll up on anybody like that. What you doing, you stupid? Yeah, you know what? Yeah. You're gonna be like, you're gonna get that usually you're right back. <laughs> you know, it's not just from the cops. If the difference is they got cuffs and a gun. You know, like, and they deal with that so, twenty times a day. And that's the the biggest factor that I don't think yeah. citizens think about is who did he just pull over 20 minutes ago? Yep. You know, was it a serial killer? Was it uh, some guy who's yep. just killed his wife? I mean, so well, There's now, ways to deal with these things, you know, and that's yeah. not the way. You know, I mean, I mine's not like that, but I had a run-in with the cops pulled me over for not using a blinker. I'm like, who does it? Nonsense. And it's like, and so the thing of it is, I was cool. Took three cops yeah. for when it was all done with to give me a ticket. I'm like, really? Nice. And I was cool until the latter part of it. Stuck my hands. I was like, do y'all about done? We'll be with you in a minute. Okay, now you want to be a dick? Okay, I'm going to play this game too. So they give me a ticket. And I was pretty cool up until that point. And I did. Okay, yep, yep, yep. I played their little freaking game. So I was like, you know what? I looked it up. This ticket's going to cost me like, it was like 120, 160 bucks. It's been like a year or two ago. So I was like, okay, I'm going to play the game too. And I beat that sucker, but I'm going to tell you how I did it. 
is what I did is I went like, if I'm going to pay, it's going to cost me 120, 160 bucks. I'm going to get my 120, 160 bucks out of you all. Mm-hmm. So what I went and did, I went and pulled body cam footage, dash cam footage. I made all these complaints because it's stupid. You know, not that they gave me a ticket because the law is the law. Yeah, yeah. It was because of the way they handled it. Because if I'd have treated them that way, like, hey, what are you doing? None of your damn business. Just give them the same attitude. Yeah, yeah. They don't, they don't fly. fly. Yeah. And so I'm, and then, you know, you get into court and say, here's the deal, man. Because what I found out through that was Bartersville Police Department, if you don't know who I'm talking about. So you all know this. Them, body, them dash cam footage that they have on their cars, they don't come on until they flip that switch to the lights. Mm. They can't prove one way or another that I use my blinker or not. It's my word against his. Nice. Wow. And I don't know, not everyone's like this, and I'm having them on all the time. So that crap wasn't recorded. They can't prove nothing. And that's what I learned through that. So he's not wrong. I'm saying that, you know, that was just my experience. But he's right. You know, he's watching this stuff. He sees how these yeah. people are getting invaded. But you can use these things to your advantage, too, knowing knowing you're right. And people should know their rights. And they don't. They, that's why, you know, like your Second Amendment rights. I'm not going to get on that tangent. But people say, oh, I just take the gun. It doesn't matter. No, you, you're going to be wanting your gun when somebody breaks into your house. You, you know, don't infringe on these things. Yeah, yep. And just because it don't affect you, because that's what we're talking about, it may not affect you being white, but it does affect some of these black people. So don't go trying to, don't try to make a big deal because you don't, it, just because it isn't happening to you, doesn't mean it's not happening to them. But the, the general premise here, though, is be respectful mm-hmm. now the the hard part is you just brought up a great example of what happens when you get disrespected and you're giving all the respect in the world yep. now that's where discipline comes in and what he's saying what's your end goal here am i trying to get into a fight with the cops and potentially die or do i want to make it home to my kids and yep. once you ask yourself that question honestly most of the time you say ah i'm gonna let that go you know yeah he's making me feel inferior or um uh, like this is a, a wrong situation. I'm being treated poorly, but I would still rather see my kids more than be right yeah. and and somehow get involved with this police officer. Yeah, well, especially if your dude's got a reputation behind him. I mean, the thing of it is, and, and cop, you know, cops will argue we don't run your back. You know, bull crap. When they pull you over, yeah. they know yep. who, well. They know what's on that car. You know, they they can run the tag. So like me, I ain't got nothing. I ain't got no felonies. I ain't got no misdemeanors. I ain't got none of that stuff. So they ain't got no reason to be acting that way. They're looking your name in up. this situation. If there's a level of assumption, if he's been pulled over, he, I would assume, and I'm sorry Speeding. if they doesn't, but he's probably got a record. So they know that going up to that car. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This dude is this, the owner of this car. They may not know that it's him or not. But okay, this guy's got a, you know, drug charge, a DUI charge. So yeah. if he has a DUI charge, they may just like. We ain't going to pull you out for drinking, but we're going we're gonna to make sure we get a good smell of you, mm-hmm. you know? And, and I think those cops use that crap to their advantage because, hey, oh, at yeah. the end of the day, cops can call it what they want. You don't have quotas. Bull crap. We call it quotas in the real world. I know you all call you have standards and things, goals or whatever, whatever crap you know, because I've heard it called different things. Now, y'all got quotas, and if you ain't writing tickets a certain amount in most places, there's some issues. You can't you can't be a cop and go out here and just be the good cop all the time. Just yeah, let everybody yeah. go. Here's a warning. And no tickets. I'm telling you, you ain't <laughs> yeah, going to have a damn job. job. Yeah. So you can tell me you got quotas all you want or you don't have quotas. I don't believe it. Show me a cop where you ain't writing nobody tickets and, you and, your and, you, and you're keeping your job because you're just a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, because I'd be that way. I'd be like, but I'll be honest with you because this is where people be like, oh, cops, you know, if I was a cop, I'd be crooked. I'd be crooked cop. <laughs> I ain't even going to run from that, man. And then I ain't going to go beating up on nobody. Nothing like that. I'm not going to use that to, to my advantage, some power like that. But here's the deal, man. You pull over somebody, they running drugs, and the dude's got 50 Gs. Say, he got 50 Gs. So you count it. You're doing this drug. He's got like a couple pounds on him, whatever else, man. This dude's like, man, yeah, I got like 30. I'm like, 
yeah, you're right. You had 30, 20 yeah. images in my pocket. <laughs> yeah. Get on down the road. Uh, you know, well, and that, the thing that, of that it is, man. happens all the time. Uh, you, you're darn right it does. Nobody wants to talk about that crap because yeah. look at some of these cops, man. Like, I know what cops get paid generally, man. These guys are living, you know, got yeah, yeah. acreage, vacation nice house. house. I'm like, dude, you ain't making that being a cop. Yeah, Your yeah. wife's a teacher or whatever. I'm like, you ain't <laughs> making that salary down. You, you're doing shady stuff on the side. They bought Bitcoin. And I mean, you look at these clowns, man. I was watching this video the other day. They, they can't even get their own crap right. Raiding wrong houses. You see that all oh, the time. Yep, yeah. I seen one the uh, other day. It was this drug, you know, this undercover drug agency. They were undercover doing these drug stings and did a, an another town, raided a freaking place, and that place was another drug, another drug, a, a drug dealer set up. So you had two law enforcements, one looking for drug dealers. These guys were imposturing as drug dealers, oh. and the cops raided cops, basically. No way. Yeah. They can't even get their own yeah, crap you're, right. You're going to have to send me that story. So I'm saying on insane. that is look at the level of communication. Yeah. yeah. It's screwed up. And that video, and that shows it. Well, and what's the premise of those situations? It's entrapment. What are you doing when you're a police officer dressing up in street clothes to go and try and get a hooker or a bag of weed? Yeah, well, it's the thing of this is politics. It's not politics, man. It's a way our government. Here's the yeah. deal, man. You walk into a courtroom just like, here's the situation. Simple, man. Like mine. The, my word against his on a ticket. It sounds like that because there ain't no way to prove it one way or other. But I'm going to tell you how this really works in the real world. Yeah. What did the cops say? You are exactly... You're, you ain't innocent until proven yeah, guilty. No, no. Now, you're guilty until you can prove yourself innocent. It ain't nobody help. you got to figure it out. you got to fork over the money for attorney. You better know what you're doing. And in, and here's what's even more complicated in the courts. There's some things, I don't care what court system you go to, you want to go do certain things, you can't do it without an attorney. You can say, well, I'm going to waive my rights to an attorney. Like, you're right, but, man, you lose resources, you, you know, all types of things. You don't know when to object, object you know, whatever, argue or not. You'll lose. And so you got to pay all this astronomical amount of money. I don't care what color you are. You know, I'm a middle-class white guy. I ain't got that type of money laying around to pay somebody $250 to $500 an hour plus a $5,000 or $10,000 retainer fee. I don't have that. And that's not to mention to bond out of jail or whatever else got you. So you'd be twenty grand into this that fast. I don't have that type of money. You know, and uh, the, the sad part is, especially whenever you're talking about uh, getting railroaded, I do think the the black community has uh, a lock on getting screwed over by the Department of Justice. Now, the the complicated aspect of it, and you know, I'll, I'll play the clip here in just a moment. But uh, David gets into it's parenting. You know, as parents, what are you teaching your children? What are influences are you allowing them to have? Mm -hmm. And I think he he said it really beautifully. So I'll, I'll let him uh, take it away. Fuck them people. Didn't y'all say George Floyd pain should be my pain? So goddamn it, we should do better as a whole. If George Floyd pain has to be my pain, mm. we have to do better as a whole. And if you don't fucking like me, don't fucking like me. But I'm going to continue and hopefully I wake some niggas up. Well, I don't think that you're qualified to make that statement. Well, I shouldn't be qualified. You know why? Because George Floyd's pain ain't your pain. But so so you they saying, told me it should so be. you saying that it don't even compute. So at what point do I get disqualified to feel empathy for George Floyd? Where did I get disqualified for that? When you made that statement? How? When when you when you said that you would have shot him? How many niggas have joked about George Floyd? That's not on a public platform. I don't know. 
who these niggas are. <laughs> no, I just don't. Maybe I just hang around but the I, wrong but people. I, and, I, and I'm gonna tell you, I, I haven't, I haven't made it. I, I don't, I, and I'm not around. Yeah, maybe because I don't hang around people who make jokes about George Floyd. Me and my you black know, that, homies. That was, a, that was a tragic event. You, you that, that was tragic. Let me tell you something. And real? the same thing that happened to George Floyd could happen to either you and all your it black could. homies. It could. You but it's not likely to because I follow law. You follow law. So, yeah. So, I'm not taking so, a fake so 20 you, into have, a store. Have you, have you seen any, have you, like all of these police murders, murdering black folks over the last decade or so? You, you, that, I study these saw, body cams for a that reason. we saw on camera. Yeah. we saw on camera. Are you saying that in all of those cases that the police was right? I'm an advocate for that, the police. That, that, that none of the black people complied. I'm an advocate for the police. None and of those black people complied. In every case I've studied, and I studied the George Floyd case, there are a lot, and even Mike Brown, and even uh, Sterling, uh, who was selling the CDs, uh, where is it, New Orleans? And even the guy selling the loose cigarettes. There are a lot of steps as black people. If our goal is to get home, there are a lot of steps we could have taken to make sure we get home. We all, so as a whole, black people say police are racist. They say police are racist. That's what the fuck I hear black people say all the time. So if you know police are racist and you know that you're, and you know that they're scared of you, why not comply? If I get pulled over, I'm not saying, what the fuck you put me over for, man? Fuck you, pig. Because now you got him on edge. Whether it's a black, white, Asian, whatever the fuck he is, that man want to get home just like you want to get home. So, sir, here we go. Can I reach for my license? Can I reach for that? I did that before. Uh, I don't feel comfortable. I've I've told police that before. I rather you put me in handcuffs and I direct you to where my stuff is at. What's the look? Yeah, there's a lot of things. There's there's so much yeah, there. There's a lot I mean, there, there's there's quite a bit there. It, but it's still the same thing. I mean, the thing of it is. And there's a lot there. I mean, I got a million things going in my mind. It's still kind of the same thing. You know, it's how you're treating the cops, people you encounter, you know, and what? stuff like that. You know, the thing of it is, what, I guess, with the George Floyd thing, is that's he's like, you're disqualified. And, you know, the black community is saying you should basically feel his pain. See, that's the problem. Yeah. And, it's, and it, you know, but bottom line, which we're going to get into that in a minute, but I know that I know the crap came from the BLM stuff. Yep. You know? Um, you should feel his pain and, and maybe, and maybe to some, what maybe depends what they're contextually, what they're trying to get to. I don't know. You shouldn't feel his pain because not every black person had, was pumped full of drugs and, and got pulled over and this happened to, and it got escalated because see, the thing of it is I have 20s. a problem. This is like, okay, he, he, he got kneeled and he died. You know, they say it was from a drug overdose. I know people's going to argue, oh, that was falsified. That was just what they put in there to pacify the situations, a false report, whatever it may be. I don't know. I don't know that. I'm not the medical examiner. I didn't make that determination. But I can also go to counts where there was a guy, and dang it, I can't remember off the top of my head because I wasn't prepped. to. I just thought of this a minute ago, but there was a guy got pulled over. It's been a while back. Black people killed him. Remember that? Mm -hmm. You know, say so he's in this car chase, whatever. They pulled up and got, and then he got away again. And it was black people that beat him. Like, remember that dude kicked him in the chest? Yep. You yep, know what I'm talking I yep. can't remember where it was at or who, but it was black guys that did that to a black guy. Black cops said to a black guy. Mm -hmm. It was, you know, this uh, drug force. Nashville, or, just, or it was in Tennessee, I believe. Yeah. So, you know, uh, then this was like some special forces and they used their power. So that's what happened. I mean, they lost Tyree. a lot of cops. 
Yeah, that, that sounds about right. Yeah, maybe. Tyree something. And that's, but see, that's what's unfortunate about it. You know why I'm trying to think? You know, I can't think of the name because that's the thing. Even in my yeah. little mind, there's been so yeah, there's, there's been a lot, a lot that lot. I've looked at, you know, of, of this stuff. So it's not just – and people need to quit saying that crap. It's just it's, it's white cops doing this crap to black people. No, it's not, man. It, there's black cops doing it to black people too, and I think it happens to white people too. It's just not, it's not publicized as much because people don't have that race – white people – I'm serious, man. People don't have the white race card like black people do. Mm-hmm. That's just for facts. You know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not hiding you're racist that, to say it. But, but I can't pull up – a black guy pulls me up, you just pull me over because you're black. Like around here, man, you'd be pulling over everybody because they're white. Right, yeah. You well, know, and there ain't too, there's, I say Hispanic, I'm sure there's black cops around too. Man, you can't, but I mean, I know cop here in Dewey, man, he's black and he's cool. I ain't yeah. got no issue with him. He, much respect, man. He yeah. pulled me over before. I'm not going to get into the details of that, but it, I mean, it was nothing bad. It was speeding. It was a little excessive, <laughs> but he was cool about it. You know, he, he politely told me, this is your freebie. And, I, and I'm summarizing, yeah, yeah I'm, but I'm he was either. very stern, but polite enough where I got is like, I catch you again, you're going down. Yeah, yeah. You know, but he was cool. That That's my whole point. It's because he's black. You yeah. know, I didn't, but I was like, hey, man, you know, I was, I treat him like, hey, man, how you doing? Yep. You know, yeah. Respect. You know yeah, I was treating him with respect and, 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 and did, you know, here's my paper. Here's what he asked for, you know. I didn't put my hands on the steering wheel. I don't feel like I need to do that. Got my hands where you can see them. It's your job to look in here. You know, you want me to step out of the car, step out of the car. I don't care. I'll play your games for a little bit. Right. But, that goes back on saying, you know when your rights and know when your law. And the thing it is, if people's concerned about this, and you get pulled over, hit record. Hey, that's the bottom. You can record. Doesn't matter. That cop can tell you to shut it off. You don't have to listen to him. Yep. You can record, record, record. Cover your own butt. To to go back to what you were saying, um, that that was the hardest part because what Willie D said there is the the crutch of the situation, which is you need to feel his pain and you should think about that before you speak but you're also not qualified mm-hmm. to think or speak about it because of what you said or yeah. your stance on the topic. So it's like that alone has to be one of the most confusing things. You know, I, I'm, I can't really think of a scenario for, for white people that, that could be similar to that. Uh, but, you know, as a, as a black man, especially uh, I'm assuming he's a proud black man, uh, considering he is half Mexican, but he don't ever bring that up, uh, so, which tells me he identifies as a black man. Mm-hmm. So with that... You have extremists uh, from your race that are telling you how to think and how to act and what your reaction needs to be uh, to fall in line with this mm-hmm. agenda. And and that's where it gets scary because I think a lot of the people in these groups are very well-intentioned. They probably have a lot of anecdotal evidence of uh, their own lived experiences with police encounters or yeah. the the law but there's one guy in particular who uh, man he just i don't ever like to come after people uh i don't really think it's a good way of living your life like being upset with people and stuff like that but this mofo man <laughs> I, i've never been upset over a, a conversation but uh I, I get on a twitter space which if you're not familiar is basically like an audio only zoom meeting uh <laughs> And we're having this conversation about David Lucas. And he can't help himself but to call me a, a racist, a white supremacist. Uh, I have no right to talk about anything black-related, this and that, without knowing me, didn't look into my background at all, and he's just projecting these, mm-hmm. um, this rhetoric. So what, what does that tell you? Well, Something's it- going on 
and this guy's life yeah. for him to come after a random person with those well, words. I think it's also, because we're going to get, and I, I know where we're going with some of this stuff to a degree because I didn't get to preview all of it. But here, so here, so you're going to get a fresh take when you hear me speak to this because I, I didn't get to preview it. Here's my first thought, and this happens. We'll pull out the race room. Let's go to LGBTQ stuff. I'm just using this example. Whenever you approach somebody with an LGBTQ, generally, and you start getting, whether it can be bad of argument, proving point, good, bad, or you're a homophobe. Yep. You're a homophobe. And you get, and you'll get, and in social media wise, you're pretty much censored to a level. Um, It will, and and that's what I'm talking about. This is the same thing here. Whenever you start trying to have, because I've, let me me go back to the LGBT, because I have called drag queens out specifically. I've called out the LGBTQ, and believe me, I've got I've got thousands and thousands of followers. No, I'm not big. No, I'm not big. Yeah. I'm telling me out of the hundreds of thousands that's out there, you're telling me ain't one that'll have a conversation with me, a sit-down conversation, because they don't want to have one. Yep, because it okay? gets shunned. And nobody wants to. Now, some of them have responded back and said, here's why, and hey, I get it. I get some of those concerns. But bottom line, nobody wants to have that conversation. They just want to bitch and complain about it stuff, just like you were saying, but they don't have a resolution. They don't. Have, they just want to bitch and complain, but they ain't got nothing to fix it. And I, and I was like, hey, I'm open here. I, you know, I'm just talk about this open freely. Ain't gonna happen. So they just go, oh, you're a homophobe. You're doing this. You're being, you know. So same thing. Race comes into play. It's the same thing. So you start saying things and defending what you say, your freedom of speech thing. And and you know, I, I mean, I know the conversation, how, how you are personally. It's not something you're going to, you're a stupid, you know, whatever, name yeah. calling, whatever. And so they just go back, you're just being racist. You're being this. You're the, you're the, you're the homophobic black people, whatever, you know. <laughs> hope you understand the play on words, yeah. but that's what they're doing. They're playing that card because they don't like what they're hearing. They don't want to hear, they don't want to hear the other side. They're, they've already got a wall built. Yep. That wall was built well before you even got into that conversation. Once they don't start hearing, or you make a valid point or not valid, once you start saying things they don't want to hear, I'm going to shut you down. Most people's like that in general. You come at me like, I have the same type of personality. I'm not going to run for it because I try not to be a hypocrite. I have my way of thinking. And my way of thinking, usually, I mean, I think I'm right. Most people are that way. So you come with something different for the most part. I'm like, whatever, dude. So, but, I mean, it's, now, it's, but here's the thing, though. Uh, good faith conversations. Well, that's the thing. They don't exist, and that's what I'm talking about. This is what you encountered was people just being like, I don't like what I'm hearing. I, you're a racist. You're this. You're this. Yeah. That's what happened. And so. then not not allowing for yeah, He's a punk. He's, a, he's, he's what, in, in, in terms that we could we could relate to in this society, he's a bitch. That's what people would say. Yeah. And I'll say it. I don't yeah. care and what you... And he called you know, me a little white That's bitch. the thing. <laughs> that's that's what they reference you yeah. as. Yep. You know, and, and that's what it is. You're, you know, I don't care who it is. You're less of a man. You can't, you're, you, you call yourself a man. You can't even have a, you can't even have a big boy conversation with somebody without name calling. Yep. Yep. I mean, that's kind of what it is. And muting. And that, that was another thing too that really pissed me off is, uh, Hey, I'm all for letting people state their opinions clearly mm-hmm. and to the fullest extent, Yeah. but don't mute me as I'm trying to make a point because you, you want to dunk but, on Well, you're me. shooting down his, you just go ahead with the stuff. You, I'll right. get there. I got, plenty, right, I got plenty on this one. So here we go. Yeah, so I, I just I knew immediately, oh my gosh, this guy's going off the, the rails with a guy that he has no idea who he's talking to here. Uh, because for once, I, you, know, you, you, got a picture of this guy, you got a picture of this guy? Uh, I'll, anywhere? I don't, I don't. It's fine. It's fine. But, but anyhow, so right here, uh, this is just for context. You can see my name down here in the, in the bottom left corner just to prove that I definitely was in this conversation and I definitely was speaking in it. Uh, just didn't get to talk very long. Now, so I, I just okay. So there, right there is a the dude's name, sir. Whatever, sir. Sir Major, Major Page. Okay, yeah, you you can look him up. He's an albino, albino black guy, uh, a I former mean, actor too. He 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 had an acting career for for a little bit. 
Uh, but here we go. I'm just going to read this to you guys, uh, just in case you can't see it. So the Federal Bureau of Investigation, Cleveland Division, Toledo Resident Agency, and the United States Attorney's Office for the Northern District of Ohio announced the arrest of Sir Major Page, a.k.a. Tyree Conyers Page, age 32, of Toledo, Ohio. A complaint was filed with the FBI's National Threat Operations Center in April 2020, alleging that Page was fraudulently utilizing a Black Lives Matter nonprofit organization by way of misrepresentations and by posing as a Black Lives Matter leader. There you go. An investigation was initiated and determined that Page had created and operated a social media page by the name Black Lives Matter of Greater Atlanta. This page was set up... uh, Page set up BLMGA as a nonprofit organization capable of accepting (laughs) monetary donations. BLMGA was also listed as a nonprofit organization with the fundraising website GoFundMe. Now, this is where it gets interesting. A bank account named Black Lives Matter of Greater Atlanta Incorporated was opened in 2018, so two years Mm -hmm. before this thing happens. Uh, with Page being the only signatory on the account. Is there a page to this or just leave it there? There is. Okay, go ahead. So this is where... Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, this is nasty behavior, allegedly. So from April 2018 until May 2020, the balance for this account ebbed and flowed. However, it never had a balance that exceeded 5000 and at one time it had a balance of negative $12.42. In June 2020, BLMGA's social media page received approximately $36,500 in donations. In July 2020, it received approximately $371,000 in donations. And in August 2020, an additional $60,000 in donations. All of this money was transferred from the social media donations to the bank account titled and operated in the name of Black Lives Matter of Greater Atlanta Incorporated, owned and operated by Page. So what? Okay, so what, what are you going to do with all? Is there more here? <laughs> I mean, all they're going to do is basically break down how he was blowing okay, money. So but let's read this part up here because I thought this was hilarious. Numerous videos and live stream videos were posted to Page's personal social media pages, showing himself in what appeared to be newly purchased clothing, hotel rooms, and office space in Atlanta. Several audio statements are made by Page in the videos, boasting about the money he has, his tailored suits. And his nice cufflinks and $150 ties. Mm-hmm. And boasting about my room way up at the top. At the top top. They put the bottom feeders on these floors. Okay, you go to the next one. Okay, so, I mean, my first take on it is this. Pending this is a true allegation, which I, I tend to think it is. Because if you look this guy up, you're going to see a lot of this stuff. This guy this guy is a albino black guy, so he looks white. But you can barely see him in the yeah, top so, left. Yeah, well... He looks like an idiot as far as I'm concerned, but either way. So here's the thing. So let me get, try to get this in context from what I just read. So the, this guy gets on there. He's advocating for black people or whatever, but this same black guy that's claiming to be black, advocating for black people, is taking advantage of black people by creating a false BLM account. And by that, it was just, just a little shy of a quarter or a half a million yeah. dollars. I mean, yeah. like what, 370 and other 59. So yeah. 400 plus yeah. thousand dollars that yeah. he had shuffled from, I'm not going to say the black community because I'm sure there are yeah, most certain white, white people. Or whatever, yeah. you know, but in the name of BLM, the Black Lives Matter movement, which I'm not advocating for them or one way or the other. Um, they didn't deserve but, this. But no, 
so this guy is taking money by making this account that basically looks like them and getting these many people's donating in. And yet, so maybe break it down a little further. So he's black. He's, he's probably like we'd said earlier, and I'm, I'm summarizing being smart aleck here, but there's some truth behind it. So he's from the hood. He's got all these issues. He's trying to take care of his brothers is what he's yeah, going to say. Right, right. And, and so how he does that is he takes advantage of his own people. Yes. Uh, and yeah. it exploits them to the, the utmost max. And how do I know yeah, I that? Mean, because look at the, number one, anyone who's willing to impersonate Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. as a leader of that organization, that's uh, a good red flag indicator of probably some other things you're willing to do, uh, mm-hmm. such as grifting and being a race baiter. And that's exactly what he well, is. That's the thing. I mean, the th- he has a great the, co-host, by the way. The, the guy, the thing of it is, the guy. You know, bottom line, he's he's doing these things in the name of black people. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. I'm doing these in the name of black people, but I'm going to screw black people over to achieve my agenda by false means, fraud, and, and false representation to do it. I don't think he's concerned about the black people. I don't think he's concerned about anybody at all. Well, and I, so, you know, again, I don't care if the guy's black, I don't care what race he is. He, he's taking advantage of people. These are the type of people. He, he's in under investigation yeah. by the FBI, yeah. supposedly, right? My, my room, I mean, way up at the top, at yeah. the top, top, they put the bottom feeders on these floors. Yeah, well, I don't know. You know, prison time, maybe he'll get a top floor with yeah. Bubba. The, I don't know how that works the, out. But the, here's the issue with that, though, because what, what do statements like that show you about this individual? Uh it wasn't ever about the actual movement. It was about himself. And how do I know that? Because you're using donated money to purchase a home, new suits, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. And there's nothing wrong with doing that. People can give you money, and then you can go out and make purchases. But mm-hmm. whenever you're telling them, hey, I'm part of this organization, and none of this is going to go to me personally, yeah. that's called lying. Well, see, there's things. You look at the speech. You know, I look through these things. See, here's the problem I have with some of the stuff. You talk about district, you're trying to get canceled and censored and all this stuff. The gravity of Lucy's actions must be understood in the broader context of our struggle. It ain't, it ain't your freaking struggle. It's everybody's struggle. Yeah, yeah, I understand you may have to pay as a black person. You may understand that, but I'm sick of this. This is crap that I get so sick of. It's our struggle. This ain't just your just damn. Pr- it ain't just yeah. your freaking problem, because your problems affect everybody else too, and just like mine does, and everything else. This is a everybody. Yeah. But that word "our problem," I know what he's saying. He's saying this is the black people's problem. This is our black people's struggle. This mm-hmm. ain't a black person's struggle only. This is everybody needs to get this crap. Because I can tell you right now, you go to freaking Muslims. People from Iran, Iraq, Afghanistan, I can tell you, they've got problems too. They're labeled as, you, you, they get identified on the road. You go into a gas station, say, oh, it's a terrorist. And, and it's real. They get profiled too. So this is not just a, this is our problem. Only black people have this problem. Bull crap. Quit using that type of language. It's everybody's problem. We all have to get collectively to fix these things. And it starts at home. This freaking, this freaking clown, same thing. You know, you're sitting here. I can make I can make fun too because I don't even know what side of the fence he rides on. Is he white or black? Uh, he identifies as. And black. I don't even know that he may not be, be Irish. You know, we could sit here and yeah. play this race game all day long. I can play it too. The dude's white. Yeah, he's white. He's than got, me. He's got the kind of the black person type hair, but it's red. Yeah. You can call it yeah. blonde. I don't know if the dude's black, white, or Irish. Which yeah, one are you? It's tough. But here's the thing: you can say, "See, see what I'm saying." I can play that game too. Yeah, and label him if I want to label. Yeah, yep. And label and talk crap on you because of, of whatever. You can look at me. You're just some stupid fat redneck from from Oklahoma. 
go ahead. You can oh. label me whatever you want. At the end of the day, I don't care. Yeah. Little sir, whatever your name is, you yeah. can talk crap on me all you want because I can come back after you just as equally if that's the game we want to play. Just like I'm doing, I can talk just as much crap. But see, that's the problem. And you try to have a conversation with the clown. What's he do? He plays a little kid move. No, I don't want to talk about you. Get on my show. Yeah. Yep. And I'm going to tell you how this is going to work. You will sit your ass down and you will have a conversation about things as a grown man. And if not, I got, I got a, a little cool thing, cool thing set up I have. It's called a mute button. I'll mute your ass if you can't handle yourself like an adult. And that's how things work. And that's how it should be. We should be able to sit down. And I'll bet any amount of money on any amount. And I'm calling you out right now publicly. Get on my show. I'll talk with you on it. And I'll bet money you can't keep yourself freaking civilized. And I use that word correct. You can't keep mm. yourself civilized and talk like a grown man. You want to handle your little, you handle you like, 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 the, like the hood. You want to handle like your little punk ways. That crap don't work in the real world. And that's what we're trying to get away from. And that's why these guys like this are an issue. And I'm not just calling you. I'm calling by anybody else that acts yeah, like yeah, this. Yep. You're the issue to society. You keep this crap fueled off false pretenses and taking advantage of people. Start doing things right. The Number one, you bringing up the, the whole mute button thing, I'm triggered by that. So if he does actually end up wanting to do it, I have to give you control of, of the well, mute button. Well, it's not the point. The point of what I mean by that over. is like, <laughs> you, what I mean by that yeah. is people like that and it's not just him. There's a bunch of you, you can't have. I said that yeah, with LGBTQ. Yeah. You can't have these conversations because they can't. They can't sit down and have a conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And whenever you say something they don't like, they <laughs> and start making all these stupid jokes. I get this guy on here no matter of time. I guarantee I'd she'd show his ass. Guarantee it. And that's the problem. I can prove it. In uh, his, it, I don't even really have to. I don't even really have to have it. You know, so you take as me offering you to come on my show. You're not worthy to be on here. So don't waste your time calling me because I'm not going to have you on here anyway. I can see it. In the text, yeah, yeah, no, it, it, I can see it in it's, his everything. It's race baiting, like, and, and here's my my issue with it because this isn't solving anything. You coming after a comedian for telling a racist joke isn't solving any problems. Mm -hmm. uh, you you may think that this is helping, but all it's doing is exposing you and the group that you're a part of uh, as racist grifters. Mm -hmm. uh, you're the problem. And, and stirring the pot and trying yeah. to, to turn this into something that it's not. Yeah. And then to further that, it is us versus them. Yeah. So they, they don't but want the yeah, real... I mean, that's the thing. I have like, you know, like I said, we have thousands of people following us. Stuff. We busted our butt to get there, not under false pretenses. See, that's the thing. We've grounded out. We've had to get the following. We've had to, you know, by the things we've done yeah. yep. and speaking and engagements and all, and all these other little things that podcasters do and stuff like that. I'm no means the best at it. I'll give people that, but we we've earned that. We have fought for that. This guy gets under false pretenses. How he gets it. you don't you don't you don't rate to be on here, dude. Yeah. You don't fit in the world of podcasting. You don't fit in this world because you did it fake. I, you don't. You shouldn't get a voice. You're. What and I people would say, say is you're censoring. You, you well, have to fine. no. You you have to let idiots like him talk because that's how you expose bad thinking. And so, kind of my my idea or or logic here is no, we, we need guys like him to, to talk as much as humanly possible because what they do is expose themselves in the mm -hmm. process. And all now, they're doing, the thing of it is, like I said, all they're doing is making this guy more yeah, famous. Bigger, yeah. And that's here, all he's doing. And that's the funniest part, though. Meet David Lucas, a struggling comic whose entire performance is dedicated to pandering to white supremacy and making anti-black racist jokes, all while at the expense of black Americans. Is this not a joke about a black American that he's mm -hmm. doing? It's, it's embellishment. Clearly, he's not actually that fat in real life. 
So you're making a joke about a black guy yeah. as you're trying to call out a black guy. I did on the previous screen, too. You know, oh, we're going to call Kill Tony. Yeah. Oh, I'm no. sure you have a lot of pull with that. Oh, and you know, but like the thing of it is, what I'm getting with Kill Tony, you don't think that just, and I know this because I've seen it. I'm telling you, he ain't the only black guy that's made racist jokes yeah. on Kill yeah. Tony. So good luck with that one, buddy. Well, and, and the, it's, uh, it's very dishonest to say he's a struggling comic. Because the guy literally quit Kill Tony because he has so many hey, shows. Let me, let me tell you something. In the name of comedy, that dude ain't struggling. He eats well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. not a, that, that, that <laughs> is a joke. And I'm sure that if David Lucas sees it, he's going to understand yeah. that's a joke. Yeah. I didn't get this way yeah. from, from exercising and healthy. Yeah, you weren't struggling. Bro ain't struggling. <laughs> I'm telling you. You know, like, I don't That's have good. a problem with what That's he good. does. You know, I could say maybe that statement. I'd be like, eh, I don't know. I wouldn't say it. I I, that, I just kind of like, eh, I don't know. But I'm not like, Utterly offended by. I mean, it's a comedy act, and that's the thing under comedy. My gosh, there's so much stuff under there that people get away with. It's like, yeah, you know, it's ridiculous. So, and then, and I just I wanted to add some of these uh, screenshots for for more context of the type of guy he is, uh, rather than having these conversations with David Lucas himself. Uh, he wants to call David Lucas's mom, um, and then that's how David Lucas ended up getting involved to begin with with this mm -hmm. guy. It's like, dude, don't call my mom. I'm a grown man. Deal yeah. with me. Oh, I know. Um, yeah. And then to, to take yeah. it a step the further. Fat mama jokes. It's like you did whenever you were in high school. I, or I could, you know, middle school, whatever. Here's can you help me? Can you help me to understand this? So uh, you you have a black American who is fighting for black rights and trying to uplift the black community. No, that's what, not what he's doing. What is he doing? When you're attacking a black yeah. comedian and going after his career. Well, here's the thing, That's man. not like, helping the community. What this is, is my point being, this dude's butthurt. That's why he's putting this up here. Unacceptable. The Funny Bone Comedy Club, whatever, thought it would be appropriate to book this struggling community. We, we could bargain yeah. whether they're struggling yeah. or not. I already said that. But they booked him. Obviously, they don't freaking have a problem with it because yeah. they understand it. Because, yeah, you that's know? The And thing. the only reason this grabs some of his attention is because of this freaking guy right here. Maybe, or maybe some other. There's some people, but the thing of it is, it's comedy. It doesn't matter. You put a hundred thousand, doesn't matter. You put a hundred people in there. Ain't a hundred people going to think you're comedy. You know, there's some comedies out there. Yeah, you know, yep. um, uh, Joe Rogan. I, I love the guy. I think he's a good podcast. His comedy ain't for me. Right. I like the guy from what I, for, and I don't know him personally. So I'm not trying to take a personal shot at him. Just an example. It's just not my, it's, that's not my style. Um, and some of these other ones, what was the, the other guy, I'm drawing blank on his name too. He passed away. Um, Ralphie Baines? No, no, no. The the guy that all the Disney character. George Carlin? No, the Disney dude that did all like Aladdin, the voices and all that mm. stuff. And I, I mean, gosh. Well, Robin, Robin Williams. Robin Williams, okay. He's, he's one of those two. I don't really care for his comedy stuff. That's just right. my style. But I think he's a great. I think, he, you know, whatever. And so, you know, just because you hate him, you come in here and crap on him because you don't like it. I'm just saying what I'm trying to say there is just because your comedy fits you know, everybody's not going to like it. Yep. You know, that's why I'm not going to pay to go to one of these shows. If Joe Rogan right now, just an example, I'm not trying to call him out. I'm by no means, it's not my intention, but if he had one of like, Hey, I'm doing a live episode on a podcast and like, sign me up, dude, I want to watch that. Right. Hey, I'm, I'm going to be doing a, a comedy act here. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's whatever. Just right. not my thing. Yeah. And that's the thing, you know, like our show, it ain't for everybody. I get that. You know, like it's just, that's just how this is. And so, this guy's butter because it goes against something that he's contrary to, which he's contrary against himself. He's taken, and, and as far as I'm concerned, from a platform wise, from what I can see, platform to platform, this guy, sir, what I don't even know, it's, it's sir you say major. major, but you can't even spell that right. Yeah. Um, it's M A J O, or you know, not I don't know where, I don't know, where, I don't know where you're 
spelling comes from. But either way, it was probably already you know, taken. What, that that name I doubt was his birth name. Yeah, no. Uh, well, it, it was the Tyree. Well, let's go back to it. Uh, Tyree yeah, Conyers so page. You already have an identity crisis going, which I understand. I mean, you. I see the identity yeah, crisis. Yeah, I can, no no I doubt. I understand. So either way, you you you've got this guy. You, he's taking advantage of black people. And I, what I'm comparing, you know, the two side by side. I think this guy probably has a little bigger following in some aspects. Maybe don't know. And uh, I really it, don't care. But the bottom line is, he's taking he's taking advantage. Is is Dave Lucas? Dave. Look at this. Is David Lucas taking advantage of black people financially? No. Nope. Is this guy? Yes. Yes. He's taking their damn money and using it for his own personal interest. And look at what he's... And here's the thing. This is like how you can find the grift for what it is. Look at all the people that he he's tagging in these posts. Yeah. He's wanting attention from these guys. Well, he doesn't care exactly. what happens to David Lucas. He wants the attention of, look what well, I did. Unfortunately, like I said before, bad media in some degrees is good media. And if you're already facing FBI trials and stuff like that, what's this going to hurt? Now, now let's read David Lucas' uh, tweet here because apparently this upset uh, Sir Major. <laughs> I, I'm just starting to be convinced the guy yeah, doesn't okay. understand comedy. The sacrifice MLK made is the reason we can now have sex with white women. That's clearly a joke. It's clearly a joke. That's clearly not him going after Martin Luther King's legacy and saying that, oh, he was, he's not a great civil rights leader. Like, yeah. no, it's a joke made on MLK Day from well, listen, a comedian. Because, see, I can go the opposite of this, too, because... Martin Luther King is, you know, I think he set the premise. Yeah. But yeah. I think there's a lot of people in after that that did probably just as good work for black people as he did. He was just the voice, yeah, I yeah. think, that kind the of where the, the started it. He's like Michael Jordan. You know, like, you know, you hear so much about George Washington, Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. I don't think that they were so much better or worse than anybody else because they were like the one that got it going. They yep. were like the one that's, you know, whatever, solved history. You know, like aligned. Yeah, I made the light bulb. Yeah, that yeah. affects everybody. That's why it's big. Yeah. Those are just as people as just as smart. Right. I and, think there and they is. probably already had made but, it. So that's what I'm getting at. Like, you know, I don't know. I mean, I could chase this a million different ways too. Yeah. So it, the point of it is, though, it's just like this is how insane this man is. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna dig up your tweets well, from good. a comedian like, and let him do it. You know, that's the thing. Let him. You know, and I'm glad that David Lucas will stand on. You know what he says. You know, hopefully he's the type of person be like, hey, dude, if I was wrong, but I'm gonna tell you. You know, message. My message would be to Dave Lucas. It probably doesn't matter. Not as dude. Don't die now, on the hill. If you think you're wrong, admit it. Now here's but don't why, do it because of public pressure. This is the the scariest part to me because there's people that are gonna read this and they're gonna believe them. These statements are not only dehumanizing, insensitive, and anti-black, but also is a clear endorsement to state-sanctioned violence, police brutality, and a glorification of violent acts against Black Americans. Such rhetoric is not only morally reprehensible, but also potentially incites further racial animosity and violence. That's what you've been doing the whole time with every one of your posts. You've been doing that right there with your rhetoric. But you're, you're trying to go after David Lucas for it? And then to take it a step further, are you really trying to tell me that this is a clear endorsement of state-sanctioned violence? Yeah. A man telling a joke on a comedy stage, which yeah. last I checked, everyone understood that the whole thing is I like Kyle Rittenhouse. <laughs> that was just a personal shot. Yeah, at yeah, it's a, it's, it's a jab. And the thing of it is, you really look at the Kyle Rittenhouse case. There weren't I, any black people died. Yeah, 
But I don't know how wrong that kid really was either, because here, here's the whole. It shouldn't pre- have been there. Here's but. the premise: because what was causing that? Yeah. What was causing yeah. this? Uh, riots yeah. and and burning. And down so people can come in here and buildings. burn your shit down. Yeah. Raid your house, whatever, and steal all your crap. And you're supposed to do nothing about it. Yeah. Or how about this? now? They can the pull a gun of on him you. Being here in the situation, yeah. I get that. I get that. But see here, but here, here's the reason I bring that up. Now let's go back. This has been proven to some level. Our government. As far as the BLM to go there, but they have instigated and funded riots. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't talk about that. Uh, now, one thing I we did, don't talk about Bruno. Uh, I did want to bring this up. People know what that is. Yeah. Uh, I actually, <laughs> that that aged me. I when I, that doesn't age me. That tells you they got yeah. kids. Yeah. No, I uh, <laughs> actually just danced to that song at the father daughter dance not that long ago. Really? Anywho, oh but uh, you, you brought up the N word pass. And so I, I didn't know if you had seen this, but again, a comedian with a Patreon account, what do you do? You got to make people laugh somehow. So, what is it? What is it? so he, cr- so, so he created the N word pass. So you get an N word pass from David Lucas. It's good for one week and one week only, plus all other benefits. Um, and it's a thousand dollars. Yeah. So let me ask you this: Did this come from a kill Tony thing? Because here's the reason I let me get my mic. Did this come from a kill Tony thing? The reason I say that is because a lot of black communities. Do we get the N word pass? Do we? Get, is this like something he just did as a joke um, to that? Or, I mean, he they've definitely joked about it numerous times on the show. It's kind of more Tony's. Okay. Joke so here's my question: Then call David. me racist. Let the feeds begin. So if Sir Major puts this on here, does he get it half off? I would I would assume so. I think uh, just honest yeah. question. <laughs> what if his both of his parents were like LeBron James or and Serena Williams? Or in this case, this guy's supposedly because here's his shot. Here's the Sir Major shot. This is not somebody he's Hispanic. Yeah, yeah. And but he's also black. So does he get it like a quarter percent off? I, I would assume. I mean, yeah. You know, see, <laughs> see, people, we can we can make fun and joke and you know whatever. Even this guy, like I have no intention to him. It's just a joke. You yeah, know, like. Yep. And if he claims to be blind, don't carry it in this day and age, you can claim to be a leprechaun. If you want to be a leprechaun, be a leprechaun, dude. I mean, that's just yeah. what it is. We got people identifying as cats and dogs. If you want to identify as a, and I mean, he's obviously a blind, <laughs> yeah, a blind that's person. fine. You know, like if if that's what you identify, pick one side of the card though and play it and stick with it. Now, I will say this: if he's allowed to identify as black, shouldn't shouldn't I? I, I mean. You can identify as whatever you want anymore, and I'm yeah. not even playing. <laughs> I mean, playing it's like, like you can call yourself whatever you want. I, I mean, wouldn't like because I, you know, it, it, that's how screwed up, that's how screwed but. up this stuff is. You know, we, you know, I, and and again, this is, you know, yeah, we're not a comedy club here. We, but that's the thing. This we're just joking, <laughs> yeah. like. But these are legitimate things that all I'm doing is I'm doing what I stood by from day one. I started this podcast. I'm going to say the things that everybody mm-hmm. else is thinking that nobody will say, and I just said it. That's all I'm doing. Yeah, well, and, and I'm joking. I don't care if the guy if. The guy is clearly albino, from what I can tell. Right. But I don't know. Well, and I, I and I and I ain't the first freaking white boy that's probably made fun of him for it. And and I hope that the the FBI affidavits is, is just one big lie. I, I'm not gonna say that. Uh, I'm gonna take the FBI's word that this man is a is a criminal. But unfortunately, uh, they they don't come after you unless they have something on you, and, and that's yeah. just one way or another. And. And then I, I go and look at your your profile, and I'm seeing this kind of rhetoric, and it starts to make sense. Um, and now, and that's without even really digging 
deep in this guy's past and seeing mm-hmm. what he's really about. Well, this guy's is a far stretch to come up with anything that he's saying against this guy. I mean, thing of it is, thing of it is, man. I'm not trying to wrap any. I don't know what you got left here to do, but yeah, no. it's not. It's not. It was comedy, and you know, if people you don't like it, don't like it. This is a big freaking deal. That this guy has made a freaking fool of a self heart. I'm concerned with his little freaking cult following. Yeah, yep. you know, and and it turned into and it turned into this. I'm not. I'm not picking. I'm. I'm not even picking David Lucas' side on this either. I'm not really picking sides. I just think the other guy is is just completely freaking dead wrong. He's a hypocrite. That's the problem. If if he didn't have all this stuff lingering on him. I, you, you know, there may be some, um, there's more credibility in your yep. word. Right. But like you're, t- and it's not even so much that he has a, maybe even a criminal background. Like, dude, you are taking advantage of black people as it is. You have no yeah, business going and trying to call another black guy out yeah. for making, for making these, you know, yeah. uh, interracial yeah. comments. I'm yeah. like, really? And, and pandering to a certain group like, or demographic. It's it, like, that, uh, that's where it, it starts getting like, dude, what are you, what are you yakking? But yeah. the thing of it is, that's the ignorance of people because, He's got people buying into this stuff. Yeah. Well, and that's the that to me is the hardest part to wrap my mind around. It's like, dude, you did straight up create a fake branch of the Black Lives Matter movement and call yourself a leader mm. of the yeah. cause. Yeah, Not like, like that. That is crazy. Yeah, you if don't I, see white people coming up saying, "Hey, I'm, hey, I'm a hey, KKK leader. I, I, Put me on your, you know, I give me money." The, like, no, <laughs> I run the NRA branch for Dewey now. All of a sudden, I'm just going to create a, a yeah, NRA Dewey page. And, and start running it. Yeah, he, he took advantage. Donations. He took advantage of what he took advantage of people. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm not going to say and say black people too, but you know, he took advantage of people. But I'm going to kind of look at it from the black community. Crap that I hear is we're from the hood, low income, we can't take care of ourselves. Whatever word you may want to inject in there, this guy is taking advantage of you, taking yeah, your money. You. He robbed you. You know, of three hundred forty or three hundred seventy, whatever thousand dollars. Yeah. To put it in his pocket. And bought a house. You know? and, so, and then shit on you in the process. Like, yeah, it's like, boy. and then he said, you basically said, well, I, yeah, you, you bought them, Peters. Yeah, yeah. Um, who's he referring to You know, to the, there? the people that, in this in this situation, and I don't even usually call an action to people on, on stuff at all, but if I was a black person in this situation, I'd be I would man. be I would be going after that dude, yeah. not David Luke. There's, yeah. a, there's a bigger fish to fry out here in the sea. It's people like that that causes problems. That's the reason why crap. That's problems. why... You know, in this side, why we have to look out for scammers, mm-hmm. and that's not that's that's one right there. But just many, just foreign country, you know, whatever people scamming people all the time. We get people take advantage of the elderly, especially get taken advantage of these things. Here again, this guy does it. It's publicly known, and that's the and that's who you all are want to ride or die with on this. T- yeah. I mean, that's the thing. That's like, your ride or die with on this topic. Kind of like George Floyd. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, come on, man. Can you pick a better? And martyr? so, yeah, you know, they're they're not even voicing their own concern. They're getting on this guy's freaking platform of of ignorance because he can't even have a conversation. That's proven. We've already proven that. He can't have a conversation. That's why I desire really not to even entertain it. Um you know I'd be curious if he could. I, I don't I don't think but it's I, possible. Yeah, I don't I don't think he could I, I've dealt with people like that my whole life in, in aspects and with people like that they can't have a conversation. And if they do, I can guarantee you, if they, if they can't even have one, it's just it's a subtle way to try to talk crap and try to prove their agenda on this. I don't care about what your agenda is because the bottom line, if it is, you have no talking point. You cannot sit here and criticize uh, and talk crap on a black guy like that when you are freaking taking advantage. You're, you're doing the yeah, same thing. It's just a, it's a little bit different side of it. You're taking advantage of it. Well, you're I'd causing love to racism. Hear his, is I'd because love to hear his response. Yeah, I, 
Yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting, I guess, per se, but I'm sure that, I'm sure some way, some fashion, this will all come out in social media at some oh, point yeah. in time, another like this. David Lucas, you know, I think that, you know, the stuff you did, I don't know that I agree with that. As far as other stuff I've seen, I don't have an issue with it, you know, and people's paying to go. So, Sir Major, I guess the only thing I can say is kudos to you. You're making him famous. Keep up the good work because yeah, that's yeah. what you're doing. I'm telling His you, man. PR team loves you. <laughs> I'm telling you, people's already booking him. Yeah. You're making this guy's. You're making this guy famous. He's already getting more. He, you see it. He's already getting on podcasts and other shows just to defend. He's yeah, he's making of what money. You did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yep. so. You don't think he has some PR team or somebody looking out for that stuff in mm-hmm. his best interest? Going like, yeah, man, it's a, that's a thousand bucks, yeah. fifty oh, yeah. bucks, hundred bucks, whatever it may be. You know, um, you're making him famous. Yeah, and more tickets are getting. You're sold. giving him the clout. Yeah. And he, oh, kill Tony. I'll get you off kill Tony. And since you, you don't, you, you know, I'm not saying you don't need kill Tony, but you're doing a darn good job for him. Yeah. Well, and, and that's the thing. He has a golden ticket with Kills Tony, so yeah. he ain't going anywhere. And so, but. you know, next year, the year after, you'll be sitting around in your prison cell looking up at the TV saying, man, I made that guy famous. Yeah. Oh, wow. He's funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, that'll be fun. But either way, thank you guys so much for, for listening to this tirade. Uh, you know, like I said, not too often I have to call someone out, but hey, it's 2024. <laughs> but either way, drop a, a like, uh, maybe let us know what you think about this discussion because I know it can get pretty heavy real fast. But either way, thank you all for watching. Have a great night.